Welcome to The Current with Manny and Mauricio Alberto. Let's say our full names, bro. This is Emmanuel Maya here. Oh, man. Really? Really? All right. It's on the podcast. If you see it on Apple Podcasts, it says Mauricio Alberto and Emmanuel Maya. All right. So welcome, guys. This is The Current Podcast where we talk about (laughs) lifestyle, we talk about business, we talk about sports, we talk about pop culture, music, anything you guys want to talk about, we're talking about it. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we have a, a set amount of things that we talk about each week, so I'm looking forward to today, you know? I, I, these last couple, three podcasts have been really good. I, I, I love the support from all of our of all of our uh, listeners out there, whatever you're listening to. If it's on Apple Podcasts, if it's on my website, on HaveTheAddictiveLLC.com, or it's on SoundCloud, or wherever of the platforms that we have right now. We just got on Google Podcasts, by the way, so please, if you're on Google Podcasts, listen to us there, so... I just want to really share some love for all of our listeners because I'm really grateful for you guys. Yeah. You guys motivate me to keep going, I'm going to be honest. Oh, my God. Yes, they are our motivation. Definitely, man. I, Dude, what's it like to be back in the gym? Like, you've been, uh, you've been starting to work out this week. Uh, I'm going on seven days tomorrow, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel amazing. It feels really good to be back in the gym. I was letting myself go at home and it like again it feels amazing to be I, I good think you're the not the only one that was letting themselves go at home man i'm sure a lot of us were yeah so. but it's just I, like what i you know what is it like do you have to wear a mask when when you arrive <laughs> you are like during the workout um, or are you in those like one of those gyms I, I saw pictures of this on ig where like they were doing the whole you know like a little box for everybody you know for the little I workout thank god area. I'm not do- i thank god by the way, I'm going to just throw this out there. Again, not to add anything, but I go to Crunch Gym. And from there, they don't have anything like where... where you, so nothing like that where they have you in a box or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing to that measure. It's it's very... It looks um, like shower curtains, bro. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like... I, I was glad I'm not going to a gym like that again. But it's, it's, it's very simple. You walk in, you have to have your mask when you walk in. You check in. Um, before, you didn't have to have... You didn't have to bring a towel... But now it's required for you to bring a towel. Oh, now it's and, mandatory. Yeah, and it can't. I be, think they should keep that. And like, I you, it can't be like I, I would used to bring just uh, an old shirt that I have, you know, something just to wipe, wipe my down, face down, yeah. you know. Yeah. But now, the reason I think that they should keep that rule of ha- mandatory towels is because people use a lot of equipment and then they'll wipe it down, and that's yeah. kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. I wipe. I personally like to wipe my equipment down before and after, just out of courtesy and out of being sanitary. And this is even before all this coronavirus stuff. Yeah, they so should keep like, that as mandatory. You know what I mean? That's so, all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I. We you walk in, you you check in, you have your mask on, you have to have your towel, then you you know you go do your workout, and after as soon as you're done checking in, you can take off your mask. So it's kind of weird because you just it's just when so you, you walk work in. So you work out without a mask. Though. Yes, there's people that work out with with it, but personally, like. I can't, I can't do it for that long because well, I'm yeah, just dying. It, it, it's difficult to breathe on, man. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, I need to see where it was, but there's a specific athlete that was saying what you said to me a couple of weeks ago that it's oh. like it's it's unhealthy for you to be breathing your own exactly. carbon dioxide. So one of the things that I was telling Maury that they don't tell people is, you know, wearing a mask can harm you um, because it kills the antibodies in your lungs. And you're just breathing in recycled air, which weakens your the, the immune system in your lungs. So I was telling him, like, dude, like, you know, if you can avoid using it, avoid using it as much as possible, I guess, you know, keep the rules. If, you know, you're out in public, try to wear it as much as possible in public where you need to wear it. Yeah. But if you have the opportunity to take it off, I was like, just take it off, man. 
it's not worth it to put yourself through that. I see people in their car with their mask, and I see think that, we went that, over the We talked time. about this, yeah. I think, in the second podcast, where I was like, it's pointless, just take it off, man. Yeah, so I can't I can't be working out, you know, doing cardio. Like today, I went, I was squatting. I can't, I can't be squatting and, and you know, being able to hardly breathe in that in that case. And Breathing it, is so important when you're working out. Yeah, for your muscles. Yeah, you like know it I mean? needs that oxygen, and like, you're depriving it from that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, for those reasons, you know, you just gotta wear your mask when you walk in and when you walk out. There's people wearing it, like I said, but like I, I can't do it personally. But after being there for a week, I feel good. Um, another thing that I've seen certain doctors say is that you know. Just having exercise each day, you know, strengthens your body. Yeah. To com- combat all types of diseases yeah, exactly. and stuff. So in that in that theory and not theory, but in that it, fact, it helps and everything, your immune system. Yeah. Basically. So I I see it as that. You know, I'm just helping myself out. You know, instead of just being at home and just slumped all day eating whatever. You know, I'm trying to look at what I eat more, even though I'm eating some junk food every now and then. But I'm trying to not snack as much, and you know. Eat a little more healthier and um, trying to get into food prepping and things like that. Yeah, but exactly. it feels so good to be back in the gym. Maury has literally like rejected fast food sometimes for me. He's he's been that like was last he, week. he was like, "Nah, Manny, I I need a home cooked meal." And I was like, "Dude, this is my cheat day, bro. When I see you, hey man, right now I'm all about like." cooking at home too bro so maybe next time when, we, when you come i'll have something cooked for you bro uh, you know what i mean I so so now. you don't have to eat somewhere else you know what i mean feel I'll, special now. I, i'll make my chicken madeira for you bro dude all right you guys his chicken madeira is really famous in his household in his because, house <laughs> well those are the people that have tried it yeah. those are the people that have tried it and they freaking love it yeah they up. freaking love it they're always like dude it's so good uh you made it for thanksgiving you yeah. know, with your girlfriend and my family. Yeah. yeah, it's just they freaking loved it all the way. Yeah, so I gotta know? make some for you, and then so we don't have to go yeah. eat out. I and just heard the rumor, you know, just like, <laughs> dude, it's chicken madera bomb, bro. Like you gotta try it. Yeah, I, and I, I'm like, yeah, I'm wondering when that's gonna happen. I've, I've kind of told people this that cooking for me is a little bit therapeutic, and at the same time, it is man. It's kind of like an accomplishment. Like at the end, when I'm about to eat that, and I start biting into it for the first time, and I taste it, and I'm like. I cook this, you know. I, all right, it's so a satisfaction the, that I feel at the end of after eating my own meal, you know. The first person that taught me how to cook was my cousin. All right. And when he taught me how to cook, he was like, "The first rule of cooking: never cook in a bad mood." Wow. He's like, "You gotta be in a good mood when you cook your food." Yeah. He's like, "Because if you're in a horrible mood, your food is gonna come out like crap." He's like, you got to be in a great mood when you're cooking so that your food tastes amazing. Yeah. That was the, this was before getting to like chopping, doing anything. This was his first thing. And then he asked me, are you in a good mood? Because we're about to make some food, you know? And yeah, of course, I was, I was in a good mood. So then, you know, he taught me how to start cooking and yeah. how to do different things, how to grill stuff, you know, and how to cook on my own. But yeah, that was it was interesting to me that that was like the first thing he taught me. I never thought like this is what you need before you start anything, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and I get it cuz you know, it's kind of setting your yourself into a, a mentality if you will. And even when you're making music, like don't get me wrong, sometimes your 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 mood can drive what what kind of um music you make, you could say, but at the same time, if you have a mind that's cluttered and everything, it's going to be difficult to concentrate and to, you know, yeah. really work on what you want. So I can see the same thing for, for, for food. I never thought about it that way. Maybe I'm not cooking enough to, to be, to, to yeah. 
experienced that I, yet? I, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably learned that from our grandparents or something, you know? Wow. And he was just passing that on to me. But, I mean, it, it made me think a lot, you know, because I have experienced, I b- believe it or not, where I've been in a bad mood and cooked in a bad mood. And my food tastes horrible, bro. So is that why my mom's food is shitty when she's in a bad mood? Or like, when she's yelling hey, at me? Hey, I'm not pointing fingers, bro. Hey, you, man. You, you're connect- but you're if, not- you, if you want to go with that theory. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're not pointing fingers, but you're connecting parallels. So, <laughs> shit, same thing. There must be some truth behind it. Hey, you know what I mean? It's just like, bad mood, horrible chicken. What's going yeah, on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, man. I'm not trying to talk crap about my mom's cooking. Because she makes the best pupusas and everything. So I'm not... E- this is just trying to make a joke out of what you said but i mean it might be valid you know for all we know but like i said my mom makes the best well i guess, I guess handmade i, I mean like guess homemade you know from scratch our followers will have to answer that for us what they think some of some of our, food, some of them have, have have had it and if you want to man if you're listening to this and i'm dropping this tomorrow which is what will be friday and if you're listening to it when it drops hit me up you can get some pupusas but that's if you hit me up on time if you don't hit me up on time you're not getting them and, and this is this is on me. This is on the current podcast. But if you don't listen to it on time, that's it. If you don't DM me on time, I'm gonna give you out by 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 midnight. Because I'm dropping this podcast by by 6 p.m. tomorrow. All right. You guys need to hit me up by midnight. You guys get some free pupusas. Oh. On me. Oh snap. You know. Let's see how that goes. I, I'll give you. I'll give. I'll give the um, right amount of listeners three pupusas, so three you guys pupusas. can try them. Three pupusas is three, enough. All right. For each each listener, that's all each you need. Listener. All you right. gotta hit me up. You gotta DM the current podcast, the current pod, on IG. And if you don't yeah. DM them, then you're lost. And no, he he is. You gotta right. follow His as mom. well. You gotta follow. You gotta like the latest post. You gotta comment and you gotta share it to your friends. And, and DM me. Right. And once you've done that. You you get to choose your combination of pupusas, you know. Yeah, right. Pupusas. His mom does do good pupusas, man. But if you're not listening, and this is obviously for the local people in the San Fernando Valley, <laughs> and in like some person in Virginia is gonna be like, be like I, I want you to <laughs> send those pupusas to me. Yeah, you tripping, boy. <laughs> you tripping. You better get. Them. He's gonna be like, I want them fresh. <laughs> they better be fresh when they yeah. arrive. Yeah, and it's funny because I've actually been looking at where our listeners are from sometimes, and I have a couple. We have people in like. Virginia, we saw that yeah. one time. We saw it. In I don't like know New why York. that one just came up to my. I've shared this podcast with my family in El Salvador, so obviously some Salvadorian cities came up. So I was pretty surprised with that too. And, but yeah, again, that's for our that's for our listeners. And if you guys listen, and I get a DM, and you know, we'll work that out. But, yo, Maury wants a DM. All right, <laughs> that's to the current pod, yo. At the current pod, IG. I love messing with this guy. Uh, dude, it's been crazy, dude. Like me going to restaurants, going to places to like get food. Um, recently, you know, restaurants started opening up, so now you can go. Yeah, it's not only just like online order; like you can actually go inside now. Yeah, you know, and order something. Um, and it's just crazy, man. Like you know, you you get there and there you gotta have your mask on, and then they put the little. I don't even know if they actually measured that stuff. You know, to do it six feet apart. Because some of them don't look like it's six feet apart to I, me. Oh, it was somebody with small feet. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Because <laughs> usually I count I'll, six I'll see feet. the dots, the dots, and I'm like, that is not six feet. For, I'm not six feet apart from I that I count person. six, like six of my feet, if you yeah. will. And it's like, 
if it seems like this person's like two sizes smaller than me. That's why it's like yeah, dude, this the close. distance is so short, dude. Yeah, teach his own. They're not it, using it, a measuring tape. It's weird, bro. And then uh, the other thing I've seen, you know, is that, that they put that plastic in front of the cashiers everywhere. You know, and it's like it's a little weird. It's it's a weird thing, bro. It, it feels like you're at a at a liquor store in the ghetto, you know, because yeah. you, those liquor stores you go to, in this, yeah, or oh. like the McDonald's in the ghetto, bro, that where too, it's yeah. like all it's with all that bulletproof uh, glass, glass and everything. Up. You're like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. No, it feels like that, dude. Like today, I went to the Habit, and you know they they had the six feet apart thing, and then when I got to the cashier, I was thinking, oh, they're gonna have plastic all around the whole counter. And they just had the plastic in front of the cashier register. Yeah, right there. And it, but still, the funny thing to me is that as I'm ordering, the girl is leaning from the side of the plastic because the plastic doesn't allow her to hear. She's like, so what? she can't hear the order. Yeah. So I'm like, the plastic is pointless for you. Yeah. <laughs> like it does nothing. Yeah, it, it's, it totally it's, sucks. It's really weird. But I'll be honest with you. For me personally. Uh, I've been always I've been ordering food a lot on their app. So like wherever I'm going, I order on the app that I'm going to, um, and, and that's that's helped me out a lot because especially now that they're offering curbside, so I just order on the app and then they just bring it out to me. Like Chick Fil A does that, and I, and it's so smooth, it's so easy, and you know it's flawless. You know if other if other food places can like copy Chick Fil A, they'd be doing their business a lot better. Maury's words there. were this. If you don't got an app, I ain't ordering food from you. I didn't say that, but <laughs> chances are I might not. Exactly. Chances are. <laughs> exactly. There's certain places that, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go because there. Because you, like, you'd rather food. just have your food ready and go. That's it's why. easier, bro. I mean, even at Target, you just order what you need on your phone, and then you, they tell you when hey, it's man, ready, and you get there. You need there. human interaction, bro. You need human interaction. These days, it's not allowed. <laughs> If you haven't noticed. Oh, I know. I know. We've been on this lockdown and it's, you could see it that it's yes. not allowed, bro. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, so in that aspect, it's like, I I think what we might be doing is illegal, right? Because uh, we're interacting. I guess. But it's at the same time, it's like, who cares in that aspect? But, but when I'm trying to just consume the products I'm trying to get, and you know what I mean? I just want to get my stuff and go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I mean, I understand if you're in a hurry or something, but I don't know. I like the feel of actually, you know, going there, ordering it, seeing them make it, you know. I like that. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I I get it. But most of the time, I like to just get there, grab it, go home, eat it. Yeah. That's it. It's just that simple. So you must have loved that pizza place I took you to. Where, where you just order online and they just leave it for you on the counter yeah, ready you for just you to it. go. Yeah. Yeah, they're, it's, they're like, it's already, you already paid. Like, you just can take just it. take it and go. Yeah, exactly. You that's must love that curbside assistance. Yeah, you know what I mean? That That's what you need. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it's not even about the human interaction at that point. It's more about, like, the efficiency of of you as a customer and as yeah. the business as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have to stop what they're doing to go take care of me. And, like, it's fine. As long as you did what I asked, that's, that's all I need. And that's all you need. That's all I need. If, if they don't do what you asked, then who are you going to complain that's to? When, that's when human interaction comes in, comes, becomes a that's thing. That's when they'll get to know you. That's when they, exactly, you know what I mean? It's, they'll be like, who who is Mauricio Alberto? Now we know who he is. Exactly. All right. He's someone that wants his things done correctly, pretty all much. Right. Just like anybody else. It's the golden rule, Manny. It's the golden rule. Yes. All right.
That's that's what I feel like when I'm ordering from an app, a golden rule. I'm asking for something, they're giving it to me. And if you ask me for something, I'll All right, what back. about those people that deliver, you know, through Postmates or DoorDash, right? Or Uber Eats, right? See, and, the- and you order something specifically, and then they miss the one thing that you're like, damn. Because I've ordered, all right, I've ordered through DoorDash before. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've ordered, like, tenders from Popeye's. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, I want that blackened ranch that they have. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And sometimes they won't bring me the blackened ranch. Yeah. They saw ranch and they'll just bring me buttermilk ranch. And I'm like, that's not the same, bro. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not the same thing. Like, you didn't live up to my expectation. Yeah. And I think in that, I, I can be on both sides of the spectrum because I, I, I've, I postmate myself. And I've ordered from Postmates, and I know what you mean. When you want ranch or you want something and it's not there. And then I, I've been on that side where, I, I, me as someone that Postmates, I read that order like five times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even yeah. then, I, I make sure I bring... Well, yeah, because your job depends on those reviews. Yeah, and I, I make sure I get extra utensils, extra, extra of everything, bro. I'd rather have extra than none, if anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So with that being said, I just do that. And, you know, I've, I've gotten pretty decent reviews and whatnot and, and, and ratings or, or whatever it is on Postmates. But, yeah, I, I totally understand you on that. Like, yeah. you know, someone can totally drop the ball in that instance. And and I feel like even when you order in person, people can drop the ball. You know what I mean? We're all yeah. human at the end of the day. That's what I see it as. Yeah. Did you see that DoorDash now is serving things from 7-Eleven? Oh yeah, they they finally got in the wave like that yeah. because of po- like Postmates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like now they're delivering. You know, you can order liquor through there, which is really, you know, I was like, whoa, I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, especially now that the, people can't go out and things are all these restrictions, businesses like those, like like po- like Postmates and DoorDash, have to open the door to new possibilities and stuff yeah. like that. You know, and that's probably gonna keep Seven Eleven afloat. Yeah, straight up. You know? Yeah, I've been to 7-Eleven recently, and it kind of sucks in the sense that I wanted a Slurpee, and um, the you, you have to pay for the cup first, and then you go fill up your Slurpee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Before you get the cup, you fill it up, then you pay. Yeah. So those are the little subtleties. You, you can't prepare. Like, this is an inconvenience. You can't prepare your nachos <laughs> anymore. They prepare them for you. Mm-hmm. You can't. Ah, uh, so you can't even choose the amount of cheese, the amount of jalapenos. Yes, that's the wackest part. I'm like, yeah. I'm not getting no nachos now. Like, there's a way I prepare my nachos, dude. I, I set a layer of cheese on the bottom of the thing, and then I put the nacho, and then I started putting the chips, nacho chips, and then some more cheese and the chili, so that there's like. It's like a, it's so like that the a, chip is actually drenched in cheese. It's a sandwich of cheese, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if they're not going to do that, I don't want it. <laughs> it's like, I don't want just cheese. And then I put some pico de gallo on top of it, too. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're not going to, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and then, you know, my girl doesn't like pico de gallo. She doesn't like onion. So half of it is, like, pico de gallo. Half of it is no. So all this extra stuff that I like to do on my own there at 7-Eleven, I can't do anymore. Yeah, but then again, I'm staying away from that because I'm hitting the gym now. Exactly. So no more daydreaming about nachos. Not. I'm just saying. Cut the nachos out of your life. You don't need them. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Jesus. (laughs) What does he have to do with this? (laughs) He can provide me the nachos if I want. He can provide you the nachos and make me lose the weight. And make you lose the weight at the same time. I believe only when you eat nachos shall you not gain weight. Yes. 
if God gave you that, would you be like, I'm eating nachos for the rest of my life? That's the only thing I'm eating or what? <sighs> no. But that's the only thing that doesn't make you gain weight. Okay, maybe it doesn't make me gain weight, but it's for sure going to make me take a nasty shit. Like, without a doubt. Especially that, that, yeah, that you're chili. T- you're talking like if you're eating from Taco Bell. I mean, dude, I'm just being honest with you, bro. Like, if you eat it that much, you're going to for sure be having other issues yeah, rather true. than gaining weight. Trust me. I was I was just trying to see would you eat them? Hey man, terms and conditions, bro. You just terms and conditions. You listed like, one. You're like, you, I need to add another subterm under that. Yes, because you only listed yeah. one thing just that's one thing. that's an outcome out of eating one nachos twenty four seven. You know, you're like, I need some more out of it. You know, yeah. All right, that's all I'm saying, man. But, but yeah, you know, but damn, dude. Yeah, it's 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 interesting how all this stuff is affecting us in, in the sense that. The new normal is what they yeah. say. So and, yeah, the, and, and who knows when we'll get our uh, old normal back? You know, I don't. Think Which is, I don't think it. it's never gonna happen. I mean, I don't think. We I are. think we'll get something like it, but yeah. And I try to like, like try to be normal, but there's other people that are like, like I went to, I went to go take pictures with my girl this like last week, and all right, there is this. We were literally more than six feet apart. And this old man passes by, and I had my mask off at the moment because we're taking some pictures. And then he says, and we're in the out in the outdoors open area. And he says, "Can you put on your mask so I can so I can walk by?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're wearing your mask, and I'm more than six feet away from you. Like, what are you talking about right now? You know?" Yeah. And it was this old white dude. But he's old. But he wasn't like old. I wouldn't say like he was old, like he's dying. Oh, he was fine. Like, and again, you're wearing your mask, so you're protected, right? If you're wearing your mask. But if you were to cough or sneeze. But you're wearing your mask, right? That's my point. My point is that you're wearing your mask. So if you don't know, anything is possible. What if he's wearing a weak mask? And then get yourself a better mask. <laughs> like, put it this way: you're wearing your mask. Mm-hmm. Let's let's take it to an extreme if I have to. Okay. Let's say my toxic breath is a, like a to- a toxic gas that mm-hmm. if you breathe it in you die. Yeah. And let's say for some reason everybody has it. Yeah. Because this is what we're all afraid of. Yeah. And the only way you can prevent it if you have a gas mask on, right? And then we're in the same situation. You pass by and I don't have my gas mask on, but you have yours on, and you tell me. Put yours on so you can pass by. But you have yours on, so your gas mask should protect you from my toxicity, right? That's if that mask is good enough. My point was, what if his mask was bad? Because he couldn't afford a good one. So then get your ass out of being in the outdoors and keep your ass at home if you have a shitty mask. That's what I'm going to say. All Maury, all Maury I, is saying because is that I, he wanted to enjoy that moment with this girl. And I'm more than six feet away from you. And you have a mask on. And let me add, let me add this, because since you're saying that he had a shitty mask, he had actually one of those N95 masks. The the K9, the K995, yeah, the, the little white ones? The, yeah, the, the ones that the only, official. like, the ones that only yeah. the people medical. in the medical field yeah. should be wearing, that's mm-hmm. what he was wearing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let me put on my cloth mask, which is actually shit, mm-hmm. to protect you. Yeah. That's my point of view. So yeah. I was like, and I literally said that. Yeah. I was so kind of bothered by it because, like, I get it, but it's like, dude, we're in the outdoors. We're more than six feet apart. You have your mask on. Yeah. It's like, But geez. it's, I don't know. He was probably afraid of you. Yeah, because, well, what am I, because I'm a brown man now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never know. 
Who knows, bro? But yeah. point is that you, I was you don't know what people think. And I was with I was with my girl and two other females. How 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 like do I really look that scary walking around with three other females? He doesn't know you. You just a brown man. Jesus Christ. This is this is the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I, I'm just I mean, dude, man, I've experienced like crazy things just I, not it, wearing and wearing it. It's funny to me because throughout the I was there for maybe like three, four hours taking just pictures and at no point did nobody else say people would say sorry because they had to interrupt us taking pictures. Yeah. But but that one guy. Yeah. He, he just kinda like, like ruined your day then. He had to be like yeah, he kind of did. Yeah. But he, I didn't let him ruin my day. I let him ruin the moment. That's, yeah. Because he didn't ruin my day. I had a great day. All right. All right. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. I had this lady. Um, so I was, I was, this is a different thing, but I was pulling into Starbucks and the trash guy is coming out with mm-hmm. his car, you know? So I was like, oh, okay, I can't pull into the driveway. Yeah. So, I'm, like, inside the entrance, but I'm not pulling into the Starbucks driveway because I'm seeing that the the trash man's going to come out yeah. with his truck. So the person behind me, she decides, oh, this person isn't going in. I'm going to just cut him off, right? Yeah. So she goes around me and then gets into the line. Yeah. And, dude, the tr- like, I was like, what the, you know, like, why would you do that? Like, I'm waiting for this person to get out, but I was like, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get out of my car and start arguing with this lady over, like, one spot she took. <laughs> and the trash man gets so riled up, bro. He starts honking at her, making all these signs. He's, like, pointing at me and pointing at her. Oh, wow. And he's just, like, so riled up for me. And I'm, like, I'm not even defending myself that hard, bro. I know, like, right? like, I was, like, it's okay. You know, I'm still on time. I'm going to get to work on time. It's not a problem. Yeah. But he was so riled up that he scared this girl, dude. Like, I didn't even know there was a girl in the car. He scared her so bad. You know, he ended up leaving, and after he leaves, you know, he looks at me, he's like, thank you. He's like, oh, you know, she's crazy. And I pull up behind her after he gets out, and she gets out of the car. Wow. No mask on. I, I loved it that she didn't have a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> out of public. She gets out of the car, bro, pull, comes up to my car, I put the window down, and she's like, I am so, so sorry. She's like, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were going inside of the, you know, inside of the parking lot. I didn't think you were going into the line. So she's like, I just went around you. I didn't see the trash can guy coming out. And I was like, all right, it's, it's fine, you know. Yeah. Like, it already happened. I'm not going to. And she's like, no, no, if you want, back up your car, you know, and you could pull up in front of me. And I was like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. The, the cool thing about her, bro, was this. When I get to the window... The girl goes, oh, the the person in front of you already paid. Oh, sick. I was like, oh, you I've made never it had up. that. You're I lucky. was like, I was like, she made it up to me. Yeah, she made it up to me. She broke my heart by taking my spot and then was like, here you go, free Starbucks. Right. And I was, I dude, I was happy, bro. I was like, all right. <laughs> I've heard funny stories about that. How people will pay the the person behind them and then they get up there and I'm like, all right, I'll return the favor, so I'll pay the person behind me. But see, here's a scary thing. You got to ask, like, how much does that person, it, how much is their That's meal? That's what I'm saying. Or I their heard order, stories you know, it's like, like, my drink was like three bucks, and yeah. then the person behind me was like 20 bucks. And it's like, yeah. oh, wow. I didn't, yeah. you know. Exactly. 
So like I feel like you got to think about it on that one. Yeah, yeah. cuz they do like they try to get you, you know, they're like, "Do you want to pay for the person behind you?" And you got to like be like, "All right, how much is their order before I decide to like, you know, do this?" It is a nice thing though. It is a nice thing to do. Like it's a nice They've never asked me. And what? I'm glad they haven't cuz I'm gonna be like, "No, the hell." <laughs> You're going to be like that that person that goes to Panda Express and they like ask you every time you get a meal, "Do you want to donate to the children's hospital?" And then you're like, you're, you have that important decision. I always donate a dollar. And you're like, yeah. And they go, thank yeah, you. are yeah, like, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I always donate a dollar. Like, they put me on the spot, man. Do you yeah. want to donate money? You know, and I'm like, man, all right, fine. I got to donate something. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I give a dollar. Yeah. Well, I just want to take this real time because, I mean, I'm a horrible friend. I forgot Manny's birthday on Monday. He did. So I just want to take this time to say happy birthday. I appreciate you, Jiro. And uh, I'm putting it on the record that I, that I messed up this week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm own up to it. <laughs> I could have just been, yeah. could have been a jerk and just like brushed it off and not, not, not but I messed up. But I'm, nah, I don't He's already made it up to me. It's good. <laughs> but he, he, he's, he did feel bad. He was like, Oh shit! And the thing, the funny thing is that we talked that entire day. Yeah, like, and, then, and, and I didn't. I was. I didn't even trip. He was about waiting it. for it. Like I, and I, I let him trip, down. I didn't even trip about it. I'm not the type of person that like when my birthday comes around, I don't expect anything from anybody. That's my mentality every year. You know, my expectations are like so down low that I'm like I don't expect anything from Barnum, anybody. You yeah. know, and and that's why I didn't even make a big deal out of it. I didn't. I didn't get mad at you. I wasn't like. Oh yeah, I forgot my birthday. Da, da, da. Yeah. You know, we can't be friends anymore. You know, the I, podcast is over. Uh, yeah. Five years <laughs> <old>. <laughs> we gotta cancel everything. Uh, nah, I was like, nah, it's cool, man. Like, you know, because he felt so bad when he when he he like heard it. I was like, he's like, oh no. And especially and, and you because know funny? he was like, he's like, especially because a week before he had told me, he's like, yeah, bro, we gotta do something for your birthday and this and that. And the funny thing is that he's always had that attitude towards his birthday, towards Christmas, towards anything that's like yeah. celebratory. Yeah. So like, with like that's why I feel like that's the reason why I also forgot. You probably forgot because I don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. There's other people that's like, oh, dude, my birthday's coming up. Like, and they keep like reminding that. you every yeah, day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, all right, I gotta remember yours because you you're the type of person that actually worries about that. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So then you have someone that doesn't. It's like. You know, right, yeah. it's, you could talk the whole day and it does not matter to him that you didn't say nope. anything. But again, like I said, I apologize, man. And happy birthday. God bless you. And, and, and I you, wish man. for many more, man. Yeah. Many, many more. That lucky 2-7. That lucky 2-7. That lucky 2-7. <laughs> hey, man. You're almost at that 30-30. I know, man. Whew. Different phase. We'll see what keeps coming up, man. For reals, man. Oh, man. But, but and, uh, and another thing, man. I I don't know how to bring this up. I feel emotional about it. But I feel like I want to bring it up. This whole Dave Chappelle uh, oh. video that he put on YouTube, What's man. What's it called? 836? No, it's 846. 846. It, yeah, it's the exact time. Yeah, that George uh, to Floyd. the death of George Floyd. Yeah, it was honor him. But, dude, man, that was crazy. That was such a powerful, like, powerful video, man. His whole speech, bro, like... I felt the emotion, man. Yeah. Like, I felt the rawness to it. I was like, dude, I felt his pain in that moment, honestly. Like, I, I it was such 
a good discourse. The one that hit me the the hardest was when he was talking about Kobe and like how much it meant to like all the, all the significance of Kobe, you know, passing away to him. And you know, yeah, it's yeah, it's the day of his birthday, eight twenty four. Yeah. The the number of the jerseys, and it's just that's a crazy thing. I mean, the other thing that was that was crazy to me that I didn't know about, I didn't know about that was the whole fact of how the the police, the, the marine police officer, he gave his name. I forget his name. I remember I think that it was story. Eric Gardner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. That's the name. When he said that the he was included in the manifesto. That the guy did, I tripped out. I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "I never heard about that." Like, I heard that the guy had made a manifesto and everything, yeah. but I had never heard that he had named Dave you Chappelle. know Dave Chappelle in it. I was like, "Dude, that's was, crazy." Do you remember the reason why he named Dave Chappelle? Well, it's because he, he the reason he names not only him but a lot of people because he's talking about how these people could see the reality of the system and how the system was actually broken. Yeah, you know how the system wasn't actually in favor. Of African Americans, yeah. So it, that was this whole discourse about that because he's a guy who did everything right, you know. Yeah, even was trying to report someone yeah, that yeah, exactly. that was being brutal towards exactly. Suspects. He 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 wouldn't agree with uh, police brutality because he had been like if you if you know anything about military people, military people are trained to de-escalate things. They're you know they're trained to use violence as a last resort. You know, they're trained to de-escalate things. So in his mentality, there was no necessity, you know, to actually use brutality when you can de-escalate. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, and then when you, when you see that happen and him trying to go through the proper channels and nothing being done, well, obviously he went through to some extremes because... And didn't he get fired no, at some yeah, point? Yeah, he got fired, man. He got fired from his job for reporting his own partner for police brutality um, he tried to sue them because they fired him for that. Uh, and then he couldn't get justice through the courts, you know. Yeah. So it, it left him no other option. Like, he couldn't, he, he had no other option, you know, in the sense that the system that he thought, you know, would help him did not help him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy situation, man. And it's just... When I, and, you know, I keep going back to the words of Dave Chappelle, and he's like, we got to make a difference. We got to do something. But one of the things I, I got to love about what he said was, I don't need to speak. Yeah. And, you know, the generation's already speaking in our behalf. People are already out there. People are already protesting. People are already talking, and they're already doing it for us. I mean, look what happened this week alone, bro. They removed the Aunt Jemima. Yeah, like that's the crazy thing, bro. I like I. My mom used to make pancakes with that, you know. Yeah, my mom still does. So and the syrup we still have in our house, but it's just crazy, like you know, like understanding the the racial roots of that logo and the story behind it. Yeah, and, and now to the point where it's like, all right, we're gonna change this whole product line. You know, we gotta put a new logo and a new thing into this product line, which is just you know, it's crazy. But it's a good thing. You know, it's kind of a good crazy because you're like, wow, we're actually starting to see some change, some action being done in some sort of area and some sort of department. Yeah, uh, there's there's change coming little by little. And like I mentioned it last week about, you know, is this is this change? Is this change just for the moment or is it something that's going to really, you know, 
be a, yeah, like me, trickle, be a real trickle change. down. Yeah, trickle down. And you want that real change. You want that trickling down effect. You know, and that's what you're starting to see. Because uh, this is something that Stephen A. Smith said, not like I think in the last week that he was talking about how. I mean, the harshness of this reality, and and I and I, I don't want to be too harsh, but I, he said that racism is going to be around next year. It's going to be around five years from now, twenty it's years true. from now. It's true. And it's 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 the reality of life. Yeah. It's the reality of life. It's not that we you know we can't change. No, it's just. There's a lot of factors that need to happen in order to, you know, change the hearts of a lot of people, you know, and it, and it becomes it begins with education, man. Education is one of the key factors, but not just any education, you know, proper education. Yeah. You know? yeah and I think that also goes into account where the, a lot of the history that we learn in school is false. You know, it's not it's not completely true. When we're talking about Christopher Columbus, for example, you know, that's a that's a very prime example. Um I was seeing another thing recently where Martin Luther King allegedly didn't die from actually being shot. FBI killed him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like those are things that we're not told. And and um and and I and you talk to professors sometimes. It's like, oh well, it hasn't been confirmed or it's, it's yeah. But it's like, dude, come on now. But that's what I you know I have always mentioned this to you, and you mentioned it last time, where it's like the victor always gets to tell the story, and they get to tell it however they want. Yeah, but yet there's yet there's yet there's proof about the oh, false in that, and that's what I'm saying. You know? yeah, that's what I'm course. saying, and they, I think they, that's also a systematic change that needs to be done. You know what I mean? Like yeah, our history books need to be rewritten as of now. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I, there's there's a, a line in J. Cole's uh, "High for Hours" track, yeah, where he says the hypocrisy of America, right? They were escaping their problems, their their enslavement, in order to begin enslavement themselves. Yeah, and it's like whoa, like it's such a powerful line. I, I'm I know that I butchered it, but yeah. uh, you know it's a powerful line. Definitely, it's a very powerful line in that song. It just makes you think, like whoa, that's true. Yeah, hardcore. You know that that basically the oppression that they're they're leaving, they're beginning to do that same oppression towards someone else yeah yeah and it just goes to show how like power really is, is what drives people to do these things that people people that before they came to to this new land as they called it they weren't in any kind of power you know they were facing some kind of religious oppression yeah. or whatnot so they come here and you know they do they, they do they get the power now to oppress other people that are yeah, not exactly. in the same agreement with them and it, and it's all because they had the advantage of, of certain technologies, you know. Yeah. That that's the reason that they're able to do that, and because of the diseases they brought, you yeah, know, straight that up, we all that. didn't have, or that yeah, we didn't that Native Americans here didn't have, yeah. Well, exactly. I say we because you know my my you know our our parents are descendants of Central Americans. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I say <laughs> you know here us. Yeah, straight up, yeah. straight up. But yeah, yeah, Dave Chappelle's that that was a very interesting thing. How it was like during this coronavirus thing, and you know they were all socially distanced. I didn't think he distanced. was gonna talk, man, because I, I he's not the type of person to do that, you know. Like yeah, he'll probably comment or say something, but like he's usually the type of guy that he'll probably speak after the fact, you know. Or so it was kind of it was kind of interesting. You know, and even he says he even claims it like I didn't even want to talk like there's no need for me to do this. Yeah. He's like, but I need to call you guys out because you guys are calling me out, you know, 
Yeah, straight and, up. And that's the only reason he's doing it. Yeah. You know? And I, I have to point this out. Dude, how the hell do you get tickets to something like that? Oh, to his, his event? Yeah, it's like... Well, the thing is that he did it, He he's in Ohio, where he's from. It's just local people around there that know him. I see. So, you know, and the venue was outdoor. Local people that know him? Who the hell doesn't know Dave Chappelle? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, the people that went to the event, it wasn't like people flew there, you know, from a different place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I'm saying but- is the people that are filmed there are locals... Yeah, you know, yeah, I understand there, that. But even, Ohio. like, when I see, like, for example, last week we talked about uh, Chris Rock's Tambourine. Yeah. And Chris, I mean, uh, Dave Chappelle also has his own Netflix documentaries. Like, how the hell do you get those tickets is what I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah. I know this is probably a little bit more exclusive than that. Yeah. But, like, how the hell does, like, you see a, a freaking full audience there, you know yeah. what I mean? Like. I never saw this thing advertised. This Netflix special advertised, well, you know. That's who, what I'm curious about. Who, who knows if he actually sold tickets for it or if he, you know, just did it for free, you know. Who, who knows? Yeah. I have no idea on No, it. but still, even one way or another, even it's not even about selling tickets or anything. It's like, how did you know that was going down? Oh, like who figured out? Who told who? Yeah, because it wasn't. That's that's true. That's valid. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's valid because you you like it wasn't a big deal on social media before it happened. Like it became a big deal Bam. after the fact. Bam. Yeah, yeah. Eight eight forty six. Dave Chappelle. Unless, unless you know, he probably had some this. You know, you have to be quiet about this. You know, type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, because so- like I told you, the people that are there. Um, from what I understood, were locals, you know, yeah. from from where he's from. So it's not like you know, there's a bunch of people from other places going there to go see him. Yeah, yeah. I think in that, in that, he also mentions LeBron James about how that oh, one yeah, reporter yeah. tells him to shut yeah. up and dribble. He's like, yeah. "You're talking about my friend, like, yeah. you know, what I mean, all this." But this he, and that. he's he's going to the point that they they're just talking about, "Hey, you're supposed to just entertain us." You know, yeah, exactly. Like, like they don't have, you know, ideas and thoughts, you know, and it's a very insensitive comment. Yeah. Like saying LeBron is only just his his only thing that makes him spectacular or amazing is just that he dribbles the ball. And it's like, dude, there's more to that man. You definitely. Know? Definitely. You know, there's more sizes of him. So, yeah. And they're just seeing that one aspect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I can see what you mean on that. And. Yeah, that that was a very powerful thing to hear from Dave Chappelle, and um, even though um he's right, you know we don't we they don't have to talk, but you know their their voice carries so much weight. Yeah. So when they do talk, people listen, dude. But the thing is, here's where I do agree with him. He cannot speak for the community that he's not from. He can speak for the community where he's from. Why? Because he lives there. He knows those people. He knows what's going on. But he, you know, it's difficult as an artist or as a person in a position of power to just be like, oh, I can say this place should have these changes, you know. But it's like, okay, you don't know what goes on there, you know, like for you to speak on that. Yeah. So, and you know, and that's why I give him, you know, I say that he's right when he says, I don't need to speak. You know, like, they're already speaking. They already know what they want. They already know what they need, you know? Yeah. But it does help, I would say, to hear from a celebrity, from a person in a position of power, to hear their thoughts. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, the common man looks at people like that and then goes, oh, wow, okay. 
like I, I see this, you know, I see what the other way their mentality is, or I see where they're going with this, you know. It kind of helps people out a bit. Yeah, I can see what you mean by that, and and I and I don't I don't disagree with you that much. Uh, it's just to the point where it's like, and I, and I I don't want to be part of that culture right now where it's like if you don't say anything, you know, you're not a part yeah, of the he movement. He brought it up too, and he's that like, sucks. He's like, I have to. T- he's like, I don't. He's like, I'd rather be silent. Yeah. He's like, but my silence doesn't mean compliance. Yeah. He's like, but now yeah. that you guys are, you know, going against me and not even listening to conversation, now I got to come out. You know, now I got to say something. Yeah. 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 And, and we're living in that time that, and again, I'm not against the movement or nothing like that, but your view has to be aligned or it's like. It's, it's the sad, well, it's the sad thing that has happened in the last few years where if you don't cancel think, culture. yeah, cancel culture, where if you don't think the way I think, you're wrong. You know, yeah, you, yeah, your point, your point of view is invalid. You know, you can't say anything. And that goes against the idea, man, of anything philosophical, of anything of thinking. Like, you have to have a multitude of ideas. Yeah. You have to have the bad ideas because... The bad ideas help you understand that that's a bad idea and you can come up with a better idea. Without bad ideas, you cannot come out with great ideas. It's yeah. really weird to do that, you know? So you need them. It's kind of weird to just, like, discard that, you know, and be like, oh, we can only think this way. And it's like, well, there's multiple shades and sides to a thing. You cannot just think, oh, there's only one way to doing this. Yeah, know? definitely. And... and- it's like I said, it's a very delicate time to live in, and, and that your opinion um, can easily be uh, looked looked down right, upon. Just look at what happened to J Cole, man, with his new track. Yeah, you know, look at all the beef he got. You know, for speaking out. You know, his his opinion, his idea on it. Yeah, you know, I heard of the track, bro, and I felt like, dude, he's bringing up really valid points. You yeah. Know? I didn't think like, oh my God, this track is not bringing up valid points. You know, he's just trying to hurt the the person that he's talking about. You know, he's just trying to go against her, say things about that person. See, I didn't think that at all, bro. When yeah. I heard what he was saying, like verbatim, I was like, dude, this is so true. Like, it's very valid. The first thing he says, you know, where he says a lot of people take my opinion you know, I'm a butcher it as well, but he says a lot of people take my opinion because I got a college degree. Yeah. Dude, I've experienced that in my life, you know, where it's like people here, I have a college degree and now they want to hear, oh, what does he have as an opinion? You know, yeah. he has a degree. I've also experienced where someone has a higher degree than me and then they're like, oh, we got to hear to that person now because that person has a higher degree. Yeah. But yet we're not listening to ourselves, you know, like I've mm-hmm. met people who are very intelligent who don't have a degree, man. And it's like, that's not the only way. That's not the only path. Like we're, I was just saying a little bit earlier. Yeah. You know? And the thing that he's also saying here is like, you know, this girl has a different experience from what other people in other neighborhoods are experienced. And it goes back to what I was just saying right now earlier, where it's like, you got to see the, the people in that community and that those people in that community know what they need and what they're going through. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's yeah, he's getting he's getting a lot of, but it's like, it, it goes to the thing again. Someone's opinion cannot is not being in a sense valid, even if it's like, 
Even if, because he's saying at some point, I need to do more research on all these things that is yeah. going on. You know what I mean? He says I am not educated all the way. You know, yeah. to actually be giving you know, my opinion, giving like my that. opinion. And the reason he felt like he had to give his opinion is because of what's going on, where everybody's saying, "Oh, your silence means compliance." You know? Yeah. And yeah. It, he was out there protesting with ex- all these people. Exactly. He, exactly. And he brings some really valid points, dude. When you're listening. Uh, to what he's saying, you know, where he's saying, hey, you need to treat people like children. You need to plant seeds. You got to see that, you know, change takes time. You know, when you plant a seed and you let that tree grow, you see something different, you know, but it takes time, you know. Yeah, yeah. people are expecting, like I said, for racism to be eradicated now. Exactly. And it's like, dude, is the reason why it's caused systematic racism. Yeah. There's a reason why, because there's a lot of people that have been built and like you know raised through that and kind molded. of system yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that's why people have that mentality or that view again it's like like i was i was hearing the other day someone was saying yeah as a hispanic and and i know there's some hispanic people that think this way that they would be like yeah when you see a black person like this this and that and it's like yeah and it's like my parents never really told me that you know what i mean mm-hmm. my, my my parents were just kind of like you got to be careful with anybody you're around. Yeah, period. Exactly. Because it's like you yeah, don't you don't know, know who that person is. Yeah, and it's hey, like, hey, but hey. they never said because because this person's because this person's Asian because they're of this place or you know what I mean? No, nah, yeah. it's because of anyone, anybody in this in this world. And we know this. Everybody listening to this knows that anybody can backstab you. You know what I mean? Anybody, anybody can, can hurt you. Type yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Anybody's capable of doing something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like in that in that instance, it's like. We got to break that, you know what I mean? That that whatever you were taught as young or anything like that, you got to break those those thoughts, you know what I mean? Obviously if you're if you're if you're raised on something constructive and something that's positive, I'm not telling you to leave that, but when you're hearing things like that that it's like, "Oh, when you see this type of person, that's of this race like be careful with yeah, them it's it, like that. It, don't it's, get me wrong but my different, it's, my, it's it's difficult way, like my dad always yeah. told me be careful when when you when a cop is is in your is in your way or, or my you, dad always told me that bro yeah he was always don't ever piss off a he's cop he's like don't piss off a cop he's like whatever they tell you to do just do it he's like he's like don't try to be the smart guy and try to talk back to yeah. them he's like don't try to like pretend like you know more than them like just just do what they're asking you dude like sure. I and, and dude I like I've I've gotten you know pulled over a few times and there's been times where I've I've been left off the hook. Just because I was being so nice to them, bro. Yeah, like, shit up. You know, where they'll just be like, you know what? Have a good day. You know, like, just be careful. Just give me a warning. And it's like, damn, all right, you know? Yeah, shit up. Like, you, you just got to be able to be nice to them, man. Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's in, it's incredible in that sense where, like, you're saying people want change, but they expect it to be so quick. And it's like, like you said, you plant a seed, you watch it grow off of weeks months you know what i mean to yeah, exactly. fully get the full fruit out and of see, that see this is this outcry i see it as a seed you know this outcry of the country i see it as a seed yeah but here's the thing you got to you got to you know tend that seed you know you got to water it you got to give it fertilizer so now we got to see okay we're planting that seed with this outcry but what are we going to do that's going to continue to allow our outcry 
to become something real, to become something more tangible. Yeah, and I guess I guess this this also goes to like what a lot of NBA players are trying to hold out with right now, yeah. with like their demands are kind of like, all right, we want to see more, we want to see more minority people within uh, positions of power in the NBA. So like in in as general managers, as NBA executives, you want to see more black people and more people of minorities in those positions. You know what I mean? They also said we want more uh, minority owned businesses within our stadiums and stuff like that, you know? So like, you know, food places and, and, and those kind of things that they have the opportunity within the NBA as well. So yeah. very realistic things that they're asking and mm-hmm. that, that they're going to, that this coalition is going after is, is um something that, that is realistic, you know, and that can promote a change because it gives people that opportunity to, to be in a position up high, to have a, to have a bigger platform for them to be like, this is what I believe in, and this is how. So it it continues that trend, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah no, I totally get it. So yeah, in that aspect, that's going on. So there, there's two sides when it comes to these players. I mean, not two sides. There's Kyrie Irving, and then there's yeah, he. He went on some like weird thing, man. The reason I say weird is because he has the privilege of having a job. Yeah. And, yeah, I understand that his job is to play basketball. And I I understand his point of saying, hey, you know, by me playing basketball, it can distract from the outcry. I I get it. But at the same time, you know, part of me is like, you have a job, you have a contract. If they ask you to play, you're under that contract. Yeah. And, you know, he could probably be like, I don't care about the contract. You know, if they want to kick me out, whatever. But... Still, like, dude, you you got if you have a responsibility, live up to that responsibility. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and, and this there's a couple there's a couple of things. And he's it, injured. I'm gonna yeah. just throw that in there. He's injured right now. I was about he's to not say gonna that. play. He's not gonna play. Yeah, you know. And, and, I got I, I got scared when Dwight Howard was like, "I believe in this." Too. I was like, "No, dude, I need you playing, bro." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's he's kind of retracted his comments on it. He he does believe on it and everything, but because he said that he's valid. been he's it's, open to play and it, everything. It's valid, like I said, in the sense that yes, we don't want to allow you know the 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 viewing of the of uh, watching basketball games to become something that distracts from it. I get it, man. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's a job. You yeah. know, it's like. I can't just go to my job and be like, nah, man, I, I, I can't go to work because I feel like it's going to distract from this. Like, nah, yeah. I got stuff to pay. I got stuff to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's funny because at the same time, Kyrie Irving, and I've heard a lot this, about this on Sports Talk Radio, like ESPN LA, and they were talking about how uh, it's, it's, possible, it's possible that Kyrie Irving has this hidden rivalry with LeBron because it seems that like right after Patrick Beverly says that if LeBron plays, we're all playing. Yeah, it's yeah. like he took that as like what the heck, like nah, you know what I mean? Like, but it's LeBron, because LeBron, right, this isn't LeBron's Kyrie league. Kyrie came out with some comments that were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He said he was the Martin Luther King or the Malcolm X. I could, you know, I could be wrong on which character yeah. he, he said he compared himself to. But he said I'm one of these character, you know, one of these figures when it comes to the NBA. He says, whatever I say has an effect. In my mind, when I heard that, I was like, I've never seen you like that, bro. Yeah, he was trying to counter what they were saying about LeBron. You know? Without directly saying that, you know what I mean? You know, and I'm like, I've never seen that. You know, I never thought of that. 
I was like, for if anything, LeBron is that person for me. You know, if you're talking about the huge figure in the NBA that would say something. And LeBron was like, nah, we got to go to work. You know, it's yeah. that same. Entire, I mean, he like, still hasn't really said anything yet. But yeah, he, it seems. And at the same time, like LeBron knows. And he's the that we just said earlier. He's the one that got that comment hit where it was like, shut up and dribble. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, he, he, and this is the fan same fan. guy that opened up a school in Akron, Ohio, the I Promise School, you yeah. know, to for to give more opportunity to, to minorities and, and kids of, of uh, uh that are black and all and that. The man loves Taco Tuesday, man. <laughs> yeah. He loves Taco Tuesday. Yeah. You know he loves Hispanics. But, yeah, but and, and going back to that, then um Kyrie goes saying that he wants to open up his own league. And then my favorite part about this whole thing, Kendrick Perkins comes out and calls him out and says, you know, have you have you been paying attention to what happens in the last two weeks? They're just talking about the lynchings in Texas, talking yeah. about uh this this young this female that was killed in Ohio, I believe. And he's like, Have you seen have you are you noticing that Yeah, like you're distracting news. You're basically. distracting everybody from with your comments. Yeah, because of everybody's talking, talking about, about something else. We're yeah. talking about Kyrie Irving and everything he's saying. And it's like that's so valid, dude extremely valid it's like instead of saying all right let's get back to this and let's use our and i this is how i see it let's use our platform to because he can still help he can still help if he you know because the nba gives him that huge platform yeah and and the nba wouldn't be against it if he used it no they're in support of it yeah the adam silver's already said no one's gonna get punished for for speaking their, their 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 opinions or nothing like that so exactly man so yeah, and that and that and that and that aspect, you know, Kyrie Irving, like what's his name said, it was it was um, I'm not gonna tell say that that's that's too far, but you know, Kyrie Irving, I think he needs to take a backseat at some point, yeah. but um, he, he's he's put himself in too high of a pedestal, man. Yeah, way too high. And man. it's funny because this is also the guy that that carries a lot of animosity with his teammates. He he didn't get along with his with his teammates and. In um, Boston, it, it looked like he was already having friction in Brooklyn. So, you know, this is a guy that also went behind, with, from what I understand, Chris Paul is like the president of the Predators Association. Mm-hmm. And he went behind his back and, and, you know, started saying these things of like, let's start our own league and all this stuff. And it's like, you guys should show unity between you guys as players and stuff yeah. like that. And he's not showing those things. Well, so that's, I mean, that's why him and LeBron, I mean, yeah, they talk to each other, but they don't get along as much anymore. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Because it, and that's why he couldn't even come to the Lakers. Remember, he apologized because he was trying to come back to, he was trying to come over here with the Lakers before he went to Brooklyn. And yeah, but that never happened. And I think it's just because LeBron was like, nah, I know this guy, you know? Yeah. And that's just my opinion, my speculation on the situation. Definitely. You know? But yeah, it's just that's the way I see it when I see that man. Yeah, and and it's just this it's this ongoing conflicts in sports because like, right right now we're seeing that in the NBA and then in baseball we're seeing owners and players fighting over money. Yeah, they're they're saying that the league might not even start because yeah. they can't come to the table, you know. And they've been saying like, hey, we need to start talking in order for this to get going. I mean, they're talking; they're just not coming to an agreement. The thing is that baseball, the the MLB, and the owners and the the commissioner want one thing, and the players want another thing. The NBA, the first of all, I mean, the players of the MLB mostly what they want is to be play paid for the 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 games they are played at for you know what I mean and then mm-hmm. they also want to play a certain amount of games you know they want to get paid mo- as much as they can possible yeah. and and 
the owners are like, no, let's only play 50 games. And it's like 50 games in an MLB season is almost nothing. And the reason being is I say that is because there's teams that within the first 50 games, they are doing amazing. They they can win the World Series in those first 50 games. But you get to the uh, the next 100 and something games because it's like 160 games, I think, that they play in a full season. Yeah. And when you get to that point, those teams have derailed themselves. So it's like, it's going to be interesting to see if they get a 75 game season and see, you know, what, what team comes out and actually wins the world series. But again, they're fighting over money. And then, and in the, and in the NBA, they're, they're debating over, you know, progress for these, for this black lives matter movement. So it just goes to show what, I mean, at the same time, they still got to build a bubble, you know, for them in Florida. Yeah. I mean, it's already built. It's already there. Yeah. But they still need to. They still need to complete it. I mean, they already showed the hotels they're going to be staying at. They already showed how they're going to have like mental healthness for them. And dude, I saw that know. they're going to have these. They're going to be have to wear these rings, and yeah. these rings can like predict uh, up to three days. Yeah, all these symptoms of the, of COVID nineteen. So it's like, it's crazy. Wow, man. It's like I feel like it's a one big giant experiment for the NBA right now. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's crazy, too, because, I mean, who knows if these people are going to be able to see their families. Um, I know. Dude, they're talking about that they're, 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 it's going to be like conjugals when you're, like, in prison, dude. <laughs> they just got to have conjugal visits. Yeah, that's that's what they're, oh like, that's what they're comparing it to. Like, dude, that's, that sucks. That's, yeah, it's so You're literally locked up in yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and you it's get conjugal a, visits. I mean, because they're doing, they're putting, like, uh, basically video games for them, movie theaters. <laughs> no doubles ping pong, though. Yeah, <laughs> saw that dude. Like only singles. Yeah, like, dude. trying to maintain. And then they're distance. like, "Oh, and you can visit other other matches." You know. Yeah, you can watch other games. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting, man. I mean, I feel like it, it's gonna make the team closer together. I'll give you that. Yeah, you know, no because doubt. they're gonna they're gonna have to see their you know their teammates more often, and you know actually get to be closer to their teammates because of that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. But it can also break a team because if, you know, what if you don't get along with that teammate over something? Yeah. But for when it comes to the Lakers, I, I this, this team was one of the most gel team together. So I, when it comes to the Lakers, man, I just see championship rooting all over this. We we both do. We both see that, man. So I, I'm I'm hoping for the best when it comes to all this. Um, I hope that the NBA comes back August 1st, you know, July 31st, how they're saying it. Because I'm ready to see some NBA basketball for sure. Ah, oh, dude, I'm ready for it. I'm excited for it. I wanted to come back already, man. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Did you hear about this story uh, that was coming out in this morning where it said that Trump was trying to cancel DACA? Well, for... he's been trying to do that for no, years. No, no, he's now. been trying to do it, but like today was a huge one, man. You know, like, it was a huge one. You're like, dude, what the hell are you trying to do, man? Yeah, the Supreme Court finally ruled on this that, you know, it's, that DACA is going to continue. So yeah. his efforts and uh, by the Trump administration have been put to rest. And, and I'm glad for that because I have so many friends that uh, they I were benefiting, who are benefiting to get it, yeah. licensed, to be able to go to school and all those things. A lot of friends that I am almost damn near the same to say this, they finished school before me. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have yeah. their bachelor degrees and they're so you know, they they got ahead they got ahead and they did what they had to do to get their degree and now 
you know, they don't have to worry about their status as exactly. much. I'm pretty sure there might be something lingering these, after these, that. These people are contributing to society. It's it's kind of weird to take that away from someone who's contributing to society, man. And all the hard work that they've put in, you know, into becoming who they are and working into towards their goal and what they want to get to, man. So yeah. it's it's just it's sad, you know, that he would want to do something like that. Uh, it just breaks my heart. Um you know, because I, I, one of the biggest things that I've always wanted is to see more Hispanics and, you know, in, in the educated force, you know, more Hispanics and more, you know, high end jobs. Like, I love seeing that, bro. I, yeah, love, see, I love seeing Hispanics in those positions because I'm like, man, you know, that's that's like inspiration, not only for me. Yeah. But it's inspiration, you know, to like the younger generation. When they see someone they can relate to and be like, wow, that could be me. Recently, you know? I just, um, with this whole Tesla having the SpaceX launch and everything like that, yeah. there was an astronaut in there that he was a, he was Hispanic and um, he was actually originally a farmer. And um, his dad was a farmer and all that stuff, you know, so he, he knew a lot about agriculture and stuff. And, you know, he wanted to become an astronaut. So, you know, he his whole, his whole mentality was if I can set my mind to it, I can accomplish it. And he did it, and every time he became he he applied to become an astronaut, like he would get denied, and then like he'd get denied, and then he would notice what other astronauts that got approved were doing. So some of them like got their pilot license. So next time he got his pilot license, he got denied again, and then they saw that he they got this other type of training, and you know was learning this technology and that. So he prepared himself even after being denied so many times. He prepared himself to the point where you know he was the ultimate candidate for this yeah, next you know what I mean man. yeah you know what I mean so it's like which is the one of the most important key factors yeah and I'm life. glad to see a Hispanic man was able to be a, one of the astronauts that goes up with like you know with, with Tesla and all yeah, that yeah. stuff the SpaceX yeah yeah and they're yeah. you know they're up there right now you know which is amazing yeah it's amazing man I, I really enjoy hearing stuff like that man that just it brings joy to my heart to know that you know, there's someone out there like that, man. Yeah. I love seeing those stories a lot. Since we're on this note of positivity, I just need to share this story because this is something that happened to me this weekend. And it kind of lingered into today. Mm-hmm. And basically what happened, um, I follow this group on Facebook. Where it's called A1A Valley Scanner News. Mm-hmm. And they just talk about basically stuff that's going on in the valley. You know, they hear gunshots or anything on the mm-hmm. police scanners and they report that news. And a lot of people sometimes, you know, things go missing or something like that. And I saw something last week where this guy's RV uh, camper got got stolen, you know, and he had uh, surveillance footage of people literally broad daylight, 115 on a Saturday, mm-hmm. take take their stuff, you know. And I was like, I watched it. I saw the pictures. I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know, and didn't think much of it after that. And then on Sunday, I believe, yeah, Sunday, I'm on my way to go pick up my girl and I'm driving down this street. And I see that exact same pickup truck with that exact same RV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? And I, like, make eye contact with the guy that's driving the car. And then I pull over. And I didn't want to make it so obvious to just take a picture. Yeah. So I just took a picture through my rearview mirror. And I perfectly got it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw it. So I, I commented on the post I saw on Facebook group. And then I didn't see a reply till like, much later that night. But the, the owner of the RV said, you know, I found it. I went through my with my son and you know we found it and this and that and I was like, dude, that's amazing, you know. Yeah. And um, the guy told me he he replied to me and he was like, you know, I want to thank you somehow, you know, DM me and we'll talk about it. So you know, he offered me a gift card to my favorite restaurant and whatever, and 
yeah, I met up with him today and we just, we spoke for like 30 minutes and he just gave me the whole rundown about how like, you know, he went around that street like three times and then on the fourth time he finally went to this alleyway and it happened to be there. He reported to the cops. The cops showed up 45 minutes later and, you know, he, they started checking everything out and while they're checking everything out, the that, that pickup truck starts driving down the alley and then he sees the cops and them so he starts backing up they got his license plates. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're still hoping to catch him. But, you know, he starts telling me about, like, this guy just retired. He's a music school teacher. Um, and how, 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 how many, like, emotional memories he had in this RV camper. And how his wife had been crying the past couple of days because they raised their grandkids and that stuff, you know. Endless memories. Yeah. And, like... There was an emotional investment. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't realize how much. Like, I was like, "It's an RV camper. Let me, let me, yeah, let this person know that they lost this thing." And it's like, I don't know. It impacted me so much to know how, like, how, how, like that that piece of material. And I know it's something material, but like he even told me, I know that people are losing their lives and their livelihoods and everything right now. But he's like, I have so much attachment to that thing. He's like, I'm, I'm going camping this weekend already, just because I got it back. And I'm like. Mm. I don't know. I just feel so good that I was able to do that. So I'm just yeah, trying to say. Yeah, able to help out someone. So yeah, I'm just trying to tell our listeners, man, if you can ever just do something positive and something to help out your 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 fellow community, it's such an, a, a fulfilling thing. And I didn't do it for the fulfillment because I didn't even imagine to get this at all or like to mm-hmm. feel this way. And don't get me wrong, it's cool yeah, to get a... This is after the fact. Yeah, and this is cool to get a gift card and all that stuff. But like, it just feels so good that this guy is like, he got back everything that, you know, he, he shared his memories and he just retired. So he's like, I retired. So my mentality was like, I'm about to start going to camping even more, mm-hmm. you know, going out, using it a lot more. And then this happens. And then, you know, he got his things stolen and then he finds it back. And he was like, I'm so, it was a trip how he's a music teacher and, you know, I'm a music major yeah, and we're exactly. talking about That's what that. I was about to tell you. I was like, dude, dude, he started tearing up when I told him that. And it's like, it tripped me out. Like, you know, how'd you guys get connected? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. It was. I just had to share this story with everybody. I even told them I was like, "Is it okay if I share this on my podcast?" Like, I'm not have to mention your name, but you know, I'm just really impacted by this, and 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 I just want to motivate other people to like do something nice. And it's like, and it was, for me, it was something so spontaneous, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize what the after effect was gonna be. But again, it's a fulfilling thing, and it's like it just makes me want to do something more. You know what I mean? Um, and it's funny because he said I didn't. I didn't. And it, it, this impacted me the most. I want to say. He's like, yeah, when I saw your your profile and everything, I expected to see an older man with an older family man, but it surprised me when I'm seeing you and I'm seeing a, a younger person. So it, it just kind of almost... It changed his perspective. His perspective well. on you know, yeah. the younger people and the younger crowd, and I'm like, I'm, I'm happy for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the same time, there's a lot of other people that would... A lot of people our age that would turn the other cheek, and you know yeah, what I mean? It's like, like eh, it's not my problem. Oh, I don't want to be a snitch. And it's yeah. like, I, I kind of felt that way. But at the same time, I told myself, if I got something jacked and I posted it, I'd want someone to, like, be on the lookout almost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to tell you You know, be a good Samaritan type of thing. So it's like, yeah, it was an eye-opener. So, yeah, be, be positive, be kind to each other out there, guys. Yeah, man, definitely. Dude, La Liga was this weekend. Man, Messi is a beast. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Point that that ends it. That ends it. That Hon- right there. Honestly, all I'm gonna say is that once I saw that picture of them on a bus, all messed up, Luis Suarez, Jordi Alba, yeah. Piqué, all of them in that, and Griezmann and all that, I'm like, these fools are about to whip some ass, bro. And that right. first goal, bro, was amazing from Arturo Vidal. <laughs> yeah. All right, I gotta tell you though, man, the interesting thing to me was to see 
that the fake fans. The yeah yeah, yeah. that fake pissed fans, me off almost. The fake fans <laughs> the was fake bad, noise. and then the fake crowd noise. Whoa, you know, and when they're making something or something's happening, and I was like, okay, no, nah, but it must have been hell for whoever's controlling that, bro. But like, dude, Barca didn't even play that well. Honestly, they weren't on top of their game. Like the first few minutes, like the first. 10 minutes, they dominated, bro. Yeah. But then the rest of the time, they were playing, like, you could tell, like, that the three months they took off because of COVID, you could tell I had gotten to them. Their chemistry wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, chemistry wasn't there. You could tell most of them are not in shape, you know? And this is where, like... Messi you know, looked like he was, like, a rookie again with his hair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no beard. Yeah, it was a oh, trip. it was a trip, dude. It was just the tats that made him look old. I know. <laughs> I saw those comparisons when they compare when he yeah. came into the league and everything like that. And he yeah, looked he exactly looks a like, lot that. like that. <laughs> yeah. The, and then the trippy thing, you know, is also, you know, that we talked about the five sub rule that FIFA put temporarily, you know, and I, I was kind of scared about this rule because I'm like, dude, this could change the game so much. But like, it made so much sense, dude, when I saw it when I was watching the game. They used all five subs? Yeah. They <laughs> used all five subs in that match, bro. Both teams are just one. Uh, I don't, I, I only paid attention to Barca's okay. um, in that one. I didn't pay opposition. Um, but, yeah, no, they used all five subs, man. It's incredible. And they even had water breaks, man. In like uh, Not, like, between the halves, but, like, during the half. You know, during the first half, they had, like, a water break in between it. I've noticed they... And it's because they don't play during summer, so they're not used to the heat yeah. that's going on right now. Yeah, I've noticed they do that in... I feel like, I don't know when that was. I think it was during the World Cup I saw them do that yeah. almost once. Because it was almost the same situation. They weren't used to the weather climate that there was at the yeah, time. Yeah, it's too much heat. Yeah. So it's they too took, much heat. They took a break. And it's, they a get water dehydrated, break. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got to take a water break. Yeah, it was incre- It was funny though because um, I remember they scored the first goal and then they're all celebrating together. And my dad's like, "Where's the social distancing?" Yeah, that's what I was together. talking about. Like, it's kind of ridiculous, you know, that you're like, "All right, you guys, like, yeah. you guys can't be together when you celebrate," you know? It's dumb. But like, I'm like, y'all are pulling each other, hitting each other, knocking each other, like. There is no social distancing. Just let them do what they need to yeah, do. Uh, and that, besides, to to be completely honest, they've all been tested before the matches. Yeah, yeah exactly. Know? So it's like they know that they're not positive. And if any of them are positive, usually those matches are either canceled or uh, you know they uh, try to see another player. Uh, like they just get that player out of there. Yeah. Um. The fo- football's been kind of talking about that too. About how like they have there's gonna be like no huddles or anything like that, and it's like we're gonna there's gonna be no huddles, but we can like sweat in each other and like push each other and be on each other all game. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like some weird. some things that they're requiring make no sense, man. Yeah, make none no at all. Yeah, man. And then, dude, man. They, also, I saw one of the the saddest things, bro. Uh, the Arsenal game versus Man City was really bad, bro. Yeah, in the sense, worse. in the sense that uh, a defender named David Luis comes in, bro. He comes, the, he gets subbed in into the game. The first goal that happens is because of his mistake. The second goal that happens is because of a mistake. He gives a penalty away. Yeah, and then he gets a red card. <laughs> and I'm like, you're supposed to be one of the top defenders at this club, bro. Psych. <laughs> 
I'm like, hey, you just come out and do something like that. I was like, dude, that's horrible. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends about it, and I'm like, he should just retire, bro. He should just retire. He should not be playing anymore. He's like, nah, bro, he should come to the MLS. I'm like, nah, he should just retire. Like, this guy's over. He's done, man. He's completely done. <laughs> After all those three fires? Yeah, nah, bro, dude. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust a guy, bro. I would be like, nah, man. Like, you're off the roster. <laughs> It's a wrap for you, dude. Like, like you were supposed to defend, bro, and I helped the opposition win. You know? Like, yeah. I would be like, how much were you paid, bro, to let Man City win? Singapore cartel or what? Yeah, yeah right? Just so like the Salvies? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. It's so freaking crazy. Yeah, man. dude. Yeah, man. Soccer, I feel like we're going to see that in a lot of in a lot of um sports as they come back. Uh, People are going to be rusty, man. Yeah, like, and you're seeing that already, man. Yeah. Look at Ronaldo with uh, his his uh, they they he played, played Milan, against right? Nap- no 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 Napoli. Okay, they played against Napoli, bro, and they were super rusty, bro. Super rusty. They yeah. were kicked out. They got kicked out. Like they got eliminated. So yeah. Juventus. Yeah. Yeah. This this is pretty bad, bro. Hey, they haven't said anything about Champions League, huh? It's coming in August. That's Sick. what they've been saying. I gotta look at the date. Um, but I know what they're going to do is like a tournament, bro. Like they're just going to, so what their, their plan is to allow the leagues to end. All right. So like they want to end, like they allow the league to end. And once the league is done, then they're just gonna go straight to, because to end the league, it was just like about a month and a half. That's the reason they're starting right now in June. Yeah. And then they're going to play all through July. And then once August comes in, basically that's all the leagues should be done by the end of July. And then August is just pure Champions League. It's just gonna be like a knockout tournament back to back. They're know? just gonna knock out the yeah, entire yeah. Champions League. Yeah, just, badass. yeah, they're just gonna do it in like I think like three weeks, three like or take the whole month maybe. But yeah, that's the that's the plan with the Champions League. So I mean that's gonna be interesting to see it in that format. I mean the crazy thing, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this. Is that during this time the transfer market is still is open? So yeah. right now they're still selling and buying players. Yeah, it's almost like they made it available just in case. Um. Well, no, it's because technically during this time it's is, still open. Well, during this time every year is when it's open. Oh, because so, I know, like the NBA, for example, I think they're gonna allow you to like sign an extra player if you need it, but it has to be a player that played this season and then got cut or something like that. So I thought that I thought that like soccer was trying to like kind of do something like that like no nah, no nah. you know what I mean no nah, it's just regular transfer market during this time I feel you it. know but it's just crazy to see that you know and it's already been a purchase uh, Chelsea bought uh, Tim Warner you know so we'll see how that guy that guy does next yeah yeah we'll see how it goes man it, yeah sports is gonna be interesting they're saying that this summer is gonna be filled with sports and I didn't know that La Liga was coming back and we're gonna knock it out in a month so I'm glad for that and I know you said we can't speak about UFC today but shit they have so many good events coming up I'm not gonna go a bit too much into it but and even this these couple weekends it's gonna be amazing just and then, put me on blast like that huh? I got to I'm he sorry. forbade me he didn't want me to it's like geez. nah it's just I felt like our segment last podcast was way too long on UFC so I was like, look, bro, like, I don't like we I still love talking about UFC. I don't mind it. 
But, it, you know, like like I said, I'm a religious soccer fan, so Maury let me talk about soccer on this one. No, for sure. I'm just saying, like, and he, and sports he's is going to be so filled. And, and he's a religious UFC, UFC fan. Gonna be so definitely in he's got to say something. And we got to let him say something. All right, let's hear what he's got to say. No, I already said it. I'm good. That's it? Yeah. That's his speech. I, I thought I, you would give them more. I agreed that I wasn't going to say much. So all, all I got to right. say is that there's good events coming. And when 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 those come, I'll be giving my, my, uh, my picks and all definitely. that. We, we got, you guys got to look forward to July 11th. You guys got to look forward to July 18th. There's really good cards for those days. And we'll talk about that when it comes up. Yeah, we'll definitely. We'll definitely talk definitely. about that. Definitely. I, 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 That's it. I'm going to save it for them. All right. Save it for them. Thank you guys for being with us. All right. You guys are awesome for listening to our podcast. Yes. And, you know, make sure that you're going through the platform that benefits you. We'll be in, other, in Spotify soon and Pandora. And here's more to let us off. Yeah. So just, again, we, we appreciate you guys. Uh, please go ahead and, and follow us on the current pod on IG. Uh, please, wherever you're you're listening to us, please subscribe, please rate, please review, and please share this this uh, this wonderful podcast with with your friends and family. You know, we all need something to listen to. I know you guys get tired of the music you're listening to or something. Put us on, give us a shot, and then once you're done, review us, rate us, let us know what we did. But yeah, Mauricio's out on this one. Thank you for being part of the conversation. The current till next time.